0: Welcome to Inside The Mind, a podcast hosted by myself, Jennifer Forster, and my beautiful co-host, Ali May. We're excited to be here, diving into edgy, raw, and relatable conversations, woven together with mind-blowing questions that will shake up your model of the world, expand your thinking, unravel your beliefs, tease apart your patterns, and walk you to the very edges of everything you've ever believed about yourself. As NLP
1: trainers, coaches, entrepreneurs, we will be traversing the topics of business, relationships, money, family, spirituality, leadership, and personal growth, all through the discerning lens of NLP, ancient teachings, and a healthy sprinkling of womanly wisdom. One thing we believe to be true is that if we want a different outcome, we must be willing to ask a different question. And the answers to those questions are always
0: inside the mind. Hello, beautiful humans, and welcome back to another episode of Inside the Mind with my beautiful bestie here, Ali Mae. I am, of course, by now you all know me as Jen 5 Star. And I wanted to start by just acknowledging our tea service today, courtesy of your beautiful mum. We just had a little moment acknowledging, we always start with a little chinking of our Chink. teacups at the beginning of a whole new recording session today. So Yeah, what are we talking about today, Ellie Mae?
1: Today we're going to expand on a topic that we've spoken about earlier because of how much we receive from this Mm -hmm. over and over and over and over again. So on the weekend we ran our two-day event. Last weekend we ran our two-day event. And one of the biggest breakthroughs for everyone was around what in NLP land we call cause and effect. Mm -hmm. Now we're going to talk about it today as in being in a victim state and being in total ownership yeah. of our space. And we can be in a victim space and in total ownership of being in a victim space as well. So we're just going to free flow and yeah. see, see what wants to come through. We saw so many people have extraordinary awareness, breakthroughs, life-changing moments, permanent life-changing moments. You can't mm-hmm. undo this stuff. Once you learn it, you can't unknow it. Mm-hmm. When you're in a room with people that are experiencing this, when you're experiencing this on a external to the podcast
0: And on a bigger scale something magic happens so if you haven't listened to we did an episode way 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 back at the beginning i'm not sure if it's episode two or three or four i'm pretty sure it's called why does Shit keep happening to me and we speak to the principles of cause and effect through the lens of nlp so today though what we want to do is we want to offer some other perspectives as to what it might look like for you to be able to identify when you are being at cause, which just simply means I'm in full self-responsibility for what's happening here, I'm in full ownership, or you are in effect, which is, this is not my fault, someone else is doing this to me. That's essentially just a recap of cause and effect, and do go back and listen to that other episode. So something that came up over the weekend at our two day event, and just as a little side note here, if you're listening to this and you missed our last two day event, and you want to be at the next one. We were not going to do another one in 2023. However, Ali and I, cause our diaries are beautifully full. We love our beautifully full diaries. However, we wrangled some space and we have set aside the 9th and 10th of December. And we're approaching it's 25% full or just about 25% full already. And we haven't even marketed it yet. So 9th and 10th of December, Unleash 2.0. If you want to be in that room with us on the Sunshine Coast, send us a DM or check the show notes. So what happened in that room on the weekend? One of the biggest pieces that came through was where some of the participants noticed, and we did too, obviously, at the front of the room, noticed that they were in resistance to a truth or the what is or The story that they were telling themselves. Now, what we came to understand through workshopping this in the room was resistance is a flippin' key indicator of where you might actually be in effect and not being aware that you are in effect. So In this particular, I'm embellishing a little bit here, so it's not specific. So I'm I'm embellishing here a little bit just for the, you know, the privacy of the people that were in the room. However, with resistance, when we're speaking to something that's happening in our life or something that's happened to us in our life, and I use that with air quotes, sometimes where we'll take that is it's happening because... Blah, 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 blah. And we put a little story in there. And being able to move into full acceptance of the story, we have to get to what Ali and I call the full stop.
1: That full stop. It's fascinating. I had an experience this week where, or yesterday, I was chatting with Jen and, and I've had some um, really big, really big stuff come up in the last 24 hours. Massive, actually. Like trauma release in the body. Stuff I didn't even realize was there. And, you know, the, our beautiful unconscious mind will hold things for us until it's ready to be seen. And and for me, there's been, yeah, there's been a lot, a lot of emotion, a lot of tears, a lot of fighting for story in some points as well. And, and I'm really good at seeing my story. And sometimes... I want to fight for it and sometimes I'm not good at seeing it as well and Mm -hmm. I think if we're fighting to be right if we're saying no no it's because of this or it's because of somebody else then we're we can be in that space uh, of effect and you know it's so easy to think we are in a state of cause and total ownership for something like it's so easy to think that Mm -hmm. if we have charge in our body if there's any charge then we're in effect Mm -hmm. like if we have anger or frustration or resentment
0: resentment or bitterness or or even (laughs) or
1: or even the space of like or uh, fuck you yeah or poor me whatever emotion goes poor me (laughs) it's like all of that has us in a state of effect now why do we give a shit about effect and why do we give a shit about cause and why is it so transformational knowing this because when we live in a state of cause and we're taking full ownership for our life and full self-responsibility, it's never about what somebody else has done. It's never about anything external to us. It's never about what we have done specifically because mm-hmm. we did see on the weekend there was you know, a story going around about I did this, I did this, I did this. Mm-hmm. And it was like – and that's still effect. And we can take ownership and say I did this and be neutral about it. If mm-hmm. we have charge though, if we're beating ourselves up about it, if we're in that space of – Yeah, beating ourselves up. Then we're still in that victim state. We're still in that effect
0: state. Mm. So sometimes before we get to what, you know, Ali and I refer to as that powerful full stop, we might be at a point where we're saying, yeah, but, right? So I did do this, Jen, and this really did happen. And, you know, I let some people down or I did the wrong thing or I made a mistake or whatever it is. And then I may offer something from a coaching perspective, And then the response that comes back, yeah, I hear you, but... Yeah. <laughs> do, 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 do. And then there's more so validating validating the story. Yep. So when Ali said, you know, sometimes we really hold on to the story, I've got goosebumps as I say this. So this must be for someone who's about to listen to this whenever it comes in. That's us fighting to keep the story. Yeah, I hear you, Jen, but which literally in NLP speak means that you didn't actually hear me at all because yes. you said use the word but, which negates everything prior to what was just said so that's where we have an opportunity to keep the story alive anything that follows you know yeah i hear you jen but when we can be in the yes that happened yes i did that yes i chose that yes that's the reality of what i'm just sharing with you and we can get into the space where we just go full stop and what happens with that full stop when we're no
1: longer running that story, when we're no longer in the space of yeah, but, when we're no longer fighting to be right or fighting for that story that we've told ourselves or that somebody has done this, that and the other or that we've done something, we're able to have a better relationship or relationships. Mm -hmm. We're able to move forward in life feeling free on the inside Mm -hmm. we are able to attract more abundance into our lives abundance in all areas of life Mm -hmm. we we will have a space where we can feel like we can breathe again because Mm -hmm. we're no longer stuck in stories of why something is the way that it is Mm -hmm. it's cutting the tail that full stop's just like and we are done
0: yeah that exactly that and as i was alluding to at the start if you're noticing you're in resistance to something then you may be in effect The complete opposite to that, of course, is when I move into acceptance of the what is and the what is when we're looking at the what is, which is Byron Katie term, I think the what is, is this is what happened, not why it happened, not how it happened, not who it happened to, not who did what. It is just stating this is what happened. This was the situation. This is what went down full stop. And that's that point of moving out of resistance, which is being at the effect of what happened and moving into acceptance. Now, from that full stop, a whole new set of possibilities get to come into play. We have choice. Alice, just saw you nodding there. And yeah, what would you like to add to that? Because I feel like something. (laughs)
1: Really, I, really I felt something I, in there, yeah. I just
0: have a real-life example. Mm, share. Um, the real-life examples are the best, so go for
1: it. Yeah, so I just want to be respectful because it's to do with me. So mm-hmm. I just want to be respectful of the other party and just mm-hmm. get this in my mind in a way where I can share it out of respect for both parties. Mm-hmm. So I had something come up for me where somebody else chose something that I wouldn't have chosen in this specific friendship. Something was chosen and... I was saying to Jen, like I could hear myself going in to hold the story. It's like, I didn't choose that though. They did. Now, if we rewind this, if I'm choosing somebody in my life that is doing things that doesn't align with me, that is doing things that I wouldn't do, then why is that person in my life in the first place? And what Jen and I came to, like in our conversation, what we came to uncover there was that I'd still created this friendship with this person. And in creating that friendship with this person, I have known their stories and patterns and behaviors and whatever's been going on in their life. And so for me to go through that, I wanted to say, yeah, but I didn't, there's the yeah, but, (laughs) yeah, but I didn't choose this. Mm. And because of our work, I know what I'm doing. And it's Mm. like I could feel myself wanting to fight for it. Mm. And then this is where the full self-responsibility comes in because I could have blamed the other person for their choices because it wasn't something that aligned with me or something that I would do. Now I turn, turn it inward. My question after a bit, uh, and then my question was for myself, what role have I played in this Mm. and how have I attracted this into my life? Because I'm, I'm attracting the person into my life that is experiencing this and that is creating the patterns and the stories and the programs and all the things that are causing the behavior. Now, if I don't like that, then I have a choice in that moment. Mm. I have a choice in any moment to say, this doesn't serve me. Now, if we go underneath that a little bit more, why was I attracting that in my life? I was attracting what I was attracting so that I could play out a story. And it come down to this piece around, gosh, there's been so much around this story. What was the big i this morning? It went right back. It was how fucking dare you. Yeah. So pulling apart my story. We can't see what's at the unconscious level. no. And so we will have these stories running out. We'll be in this effect. And then if we listen and we know how to dive into this work, we will get the unconscious, some of the unconscious pieces that are there. So mm-hmm. for me, what I realized in this space was that I was running a story. I feel like I potentially still am, mm. like I get to do a bit of timeline therapy on this, mm. running a story around people take their love away from me. People mm. that I love take their love away from me. How fucking dare you? And that was like such a big epiphany, right? And so I could see that in in the conversation with Jen and like, I'm so blessed to have you Jen so that I can bounce like this and vice versa with Jen as well with me to be able to go to hold the container for each other, to be able to explore this stuff. It wasn't about the other person. And if I did go off on a tangent on that, like Jen's really good, Ali, bring it back to you. So it's like really, really, really being in fucking ownership of my stuff, really looking at what am I projecting? And what was actually happening at the start and how this piece came to, how it came, Well, how I can logic this myself is that I had actually started projecting something because there was a change in the energy around the friendship. And from that, it brought up some uncertainty in me. And it brought up the feeling of losing control and what if this happens and what if that happens. And underneath it, when I was able to dive through it all, underneath it all was that the people I love take their love away from me. And that's like, that's a three-year-old self. As adults, we have these children beliefs, these children, yeah, beliefs that we play out as adults. And when we're able to see these stories, then we're able to shift from, Yeah, it supports us to be able to
0: shift from effect into cause. Yeah, and I just wanted to share with our listeners that if you are wanting to see an example of what it looks like to move out of effect and into cause, I will acknowledge you, Ali, because you just illustrated it perfectly and so beautifully if Ali had have stayed in that no this is definitely happening to me I definitely am not participating in this you know this is really an outside thing I you know I've got evidence that this is actually going on if Ali had have stayed in that and this is true for all of us I'll come back to that in a moment however if Ali would have stayed in that then she would have been staying in being at the effect of some external circumstances. And whenever we are staying at the effect of external circumstances, we have no choice. And we give our power away. And we give our power away. And we have no capacity to create change because ultimately what we're doing is we're handing that power outside of ourselves and expecting something outside of us to change in order that we will Feel better or be calm or reassured or safe or feel safe again. And if we continue to do that, that's a tough gig, right? That's a tough gig. It's like a game of chess, right? If we've got to constantly move our pieces around a chessboard in order to feel like we're safe and someone's not going to put us into checkmate. Just a little gen metaphor coming through now. Um <laughs> That's hard work, right? It's like we're always got to be thinking a few moves ahead. And if anyone can experience what that's like, where you're thinking a few moves ahead in order to make sure you feel safe, then I would invite you to really explore this principle, this foundation. To me, if every human being, and we spoke to this on the weekend, if every human being only learned one thing and mastered it and applied it with volition to their lives and with purpose and intention, it is absolutely cause and effect. And it's not just an NLP term. For all you science heads out there that, you know, like the details, cause and effect is a—it's physics. It's actual physics. So, yeah, it's just applied in NLP through looking at language.
1: Mm. And here we can go into, you know, a little bit of perceptionist projection as well. Because when we are, when we have things that are going on within us, for example, what was happening with me and that belief that I couldn't see that had been sitting there. So unconsciously looking for that to prove my story right. A classic way to prove my story right would be to attract people into my life that are gonna show me my story. Now it doesn't mean those people can't be in my life. Mm -hmm. What it is, it's a beautiful mirror for me to have a look at what the story is and then for me to make a choice and then have a look at like how do I clean this up? What gets to happen? Unfortunately, timeline therapy, we're like we've got that tool, and it's like a for us it's a 10-15 minute cleanup of something that's been there from before I was five. Mm. And it's that easy to clean it up at the root cause and have that permanently gone so that I no longer attract that into friendships, relationships, whatever it is that I'm, I'm doing in my life or what relationships I'm creating in my life. Yeah. And then when that's not there, what else is possible? You know, what else is possible from a space of creating beautiful friendships and creating beautiful relationships with people?
0: Yeah. I think to bring it round to some questions that our listeners can take away and start to practice, First of all, notice where you may be experiencing some resistance in your life, whether it's resistance within yourself or resistance to a situation or a person. You know what? If someone pisses you off, I'm a little bit, you know, I like to kind of celebrate that if something pisses me off because I'm like, yeah, there's something. Okay. All right. Let's go. Let's have a look at what the heck is going on for me here right now. Something just pissed me off. There's a trigger point. There's if, a trigger point. So, if, so Jen, can I just yeah, go, 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 yeah. if Jen was in cause, she wouldn't have the
1: trigger effect. And if she had the well, actually, that's not true. We can still be triggered and be in cause about the trigger and not be in effect about it. If it's not affecting us internally. However, if the trigger has a charge to it, mm-hmm. then we know that we are initially in the space of effect. So it's a beautiful opportunity for us to then go. What's my cleanup here? Mm. What's going on for me here? Why? So that we are free on the inside. Why? Like I said before, to create more abundance in our lives, to have better relationships in our lives, to live, be, do, have everything that we truly desire from a clean, clear, and congruent
0: space. Yeah. Which is essentially, in layman's term, just peace. You know, you're, you're yes. moving in a state of complete and total peace. You were just grounded and rooted in this presence of peace. And if I can use your beautiful tree Mm. metaphor, you know, your roots are so solid in the ground that storms can come and go. And if you've listened to previous episodes, you know, this is Ali's metaphor here, but the storm can come and go and can blow your branches and leaves sideways. But your roots are solid, right? Really solid. And think about that. I always, you know, I love to invite people, think about what life would feel like. If you knew that you were so solid and so grounded in who you are and what you believe and what you do and do not tolerate in your life, that it doesn't matter what comes. You're just unshakable. You know, you're unshakable in your resolves.
1: I want to add a bit in there. Yeah, please do. So I feel that as a human being, I have very solid roots and I feel like I know myself well and I live my life in a space of conscious awareness and self-responsibility what happened for me this morning sideswiped me Mm. so when we're not talking about like what happened within me i literally messaged jen and i felt like i'd been having a panic attack for an hour and i shit you not like it was gone for that long in nlp it is said that i think it's around about 17 seconds if we hold an emotion for longer than 17 seconds it's just story Mm. now what i got a learning of this morning was that Perhaps it's not just story. There was actual physical trauma in my body that I could feel. There was that literal, I could not breathe. And I worked myself through that for about an hour until I messaged Jen to see if she was available to have a chat with me and it's like knowing also we're not robots we are having a human experience and there are going to be things that come up in our life we can be really peaceful i feel like i'm a pretty peaceful human being and every now and again something will come up for me where it feels like a fucking avalanche and i still know that my roots are solid in who i am sometimes it's the navigation around what's happening in the experience that i struggle with and i think that's For me, that's part of the human experience. Mm -hmm. Through the awareness of it, we can have the shift and clean stuff up at root cause Mm -hmm. so that we're no longer carrying that into life. How freeing for, because we've used the example, how freeing for me to have gone through a trauma release, an actual physical trauma release, have the awareness around what's playing out, see the story, know I have got timeline therapy as a tool to shift it and clean it, and then move forward in my life. Boom, bang, done. So whilst it's an hour of feeling like I'm having a panic attack, and not quite 24 hours of emotion, I know for myself that I'm on the other side of that now. In the part, like on the other side of the intensity. Sure, other things might come up. I know I've done, I believe, the hardest part of that within myself. Now, from that place, what does that create for me in my life? I'm no longer running a story. I will, I will no longer be running a story once I do, I do the timeline therapy. I will no longer be running a story that people who love me leave me. And it just came from being a child and making up a belief on something anyway. Yeah. It's just, and we create these illusions in our life a lot.
0: <laughs> so I just got an extra piece that to potentially add to your tree metaphor, yeah. and you use the word avalanche. Mm. So I, you to me are one of the most, you know, you got solid roots, girl. There's no question about that in my mind. You have got extraordinary solid roots, but you, and, and you use, not but, and you use the word avalanche. And I just, you know, my mind works in pictures. So sometimes it's more than a storm, right? The storm is just the day-to-day stuff. And sometimes we may actually get sideswiped, I'm using your language here, by an avalanche. And sometimes, if you've ever seen an avalanche, an avalanche can literally move rocks, dirt, the earth, right? Avalanches move the earth. Even though I know you to be to have these freaking epic roots, you know, this beautiful root system in your life if an avalanche comes along, it could take out some dirt around Mm -hmm. our roots, right? And that can be like, whoa, what the heck? My roots are a little exposed here right now. And that's our opportunity to get them to go even deeper into the ground. Like it's just this, this continual going deeper into the ground. And we all, as human beings, as Ali just said, it's the whole fucking point to me to be human. The reason that as a species we've been evolving, you know, for I don't know a couple of thousand millennia, maybe longer. I, I'm not a, you know, don't 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 come hashtag, at me, people, about that. <laughs> hashtag, not hashtag not an anthropologist. Um, you know, but if we think about not, but no, no, yeah, it can be a but. But if we do think about that, if we think about how the human species has evolved over time. We've evolved like a diamond does, right? A diamond grows under pressure. Evolution can only happen as a result of the necessity to grow. So I think we could be a little kinder to ourselves as humans and understand that the storms will come, the avalanches will come, we will get sideswiped. It's life-lifing itself around us. And every time that happens, and it will fucking happen again and again and again, because we are part of this evolutionary process called the human experience, we have a choice. We have a choice to have our roots upended or have them just go deeper. Let them go deep into the earth. Allow yourself to become even more grounded in that process. Yeah, I love this so much, Ali, I really do. Yeah, I feel like that could be a really great completion point. I do too. I feel like that is an epic completion point. Thank you so much. Oh, you have
1: more? A a full stop. (laughs) A full stop. A full stop. (laughs) We we love our own humour. Hello, our show. My cat's just up there at the moment.
0: (laughs) So we will see you on the next episode. Catch you then. Bye.